Hi, I'm a manager who has been working for IT company for 10 years. I strongly agree with Dolly leave on Friday. As a father, it is really great that I can have more time with my kids. We can go on a trip from Friday afternoon, which isn't easy before. It seems like it is unfair to someone because it will be applied to public officers personally, but I think it is natural that they start first and companies will follow that. One thing I worry about is if it wouldn't be really well applied to companies if it is free for them to decide without any government's control. I don't want to work longer on other days like Monday or Tuesday because of this neither. Anyway, I really agree on the policy and I think it's really good trying. I've been working for a major conglomerate for about a year now. The new government measure to allow public servants to leave work earlier on Fridays is made with good intentions, but I think the outcome won't be as they expect it to be. What they are doing is putting more regulations on time. And just because they make changes in the working time doesn't mean that the workload changes. People might end up going home earlier on Fridays, but they will probably stay longer than 30 minutes, Mondays through Thursdays. Making regulations in time doesn't mean that workers will be effective. People should be responsible for their schedule and how they work around it. They should be able to work according to their workload and scheduled for it to be a more effective system. So I feel like it might be unfair for some people. The company that I work for already has a policy that allows employees to be flexible with when they come in to and leave work. But you end up not being able to leave early most of the times because of the amount of work that's given to each employee. So I think that's another reason why I don't think the government policy would work out well. Reaction there to the government's move to have public sector workers leave the office two hours early on one Friday a month. The policy will be implemented in four central government ministries from this month and then extended to all ministries from May. Let's get an expert's view on this with Professor Yang Jun-sok, Department of Economics at Catholic University of Korea. Good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. And one of the issues here is that workers will still have to make up those two hours for an extra 30 minutes Monday to Thursday. As we've heard, that's not necessarily a popular feature of this policy. Does it undermine the move, in your view? Well, it doesn't exactly undermine it, but in terms of working hours, because a lot of government workers uh, work beyond 6 p.m. anyway, uh, I don't think, at least in terms of hours, there will be a lot of difference. Uh, but... Uh, Sometimes uh, when these uh, public workers work overtime, uh, they do get overtime pay for these extra extra hours. Uh, So under this scheme, it could be that part of that overtime pay will be eliminated and the public workers may not like reducing their overtime, uh, reduction in their overtime pay. Mm. But if they want to introduce a scheme like this, uh, something like uh, working extra hours on Monday to Thursday is probably necessary because a lot of people think that public uh, workers get uh, enough benefits as they as it is. Uh, so un- uh, unless they make some kind of sacrifice to get off early on Fridays, I think, uh, first of all, there will be a lot of uh, adverse reaction by uh, private uh, sector workers, and a lot of young people are going to uh, 
get reinforcing the idea that they want to get a, a job in government uh, work, and you'll see more uh, students signing up for uh, t- uh, taking higher civil service examination, and there will be less uh, young people uh Employed because so many uh, because they're going to be preparing for the uh, public service exams. I mean, I'd like to ask you in a moment about whether you really feel this could filter on into the private sector, as seems to be the intention. But what about the view that we need to be more pragmatic? Firstly, uh, think of workload rather than working hours. Uh, I would agree with that. uh, because in large part, Korean management still thinks in terms of uh, hours worked and seniority rather than uh, productivity when they're trying to uh, decide on uh, the size of the labor uh, labor force and uh, how the uh, labor force is going to get rewarded. Uh, so uh, sometimes the workloads are very unevenly distributed. Uh, and then... Uh, because uh, sometimes they're unevenly distributed, it turns out that one or two people become key personnel. And uh, even when uh, they're supposedly off work, uh, companies call on them anyways because uh, they're the only one with relevant information. So it turns out that they don't really have much of a uh, time off at all. And these people are sometimes discouraged in taking the time off uh, because they're so crucial and if the crucial people uh, cannot get time uh, off, and then people around them also uh, sometimes uh, feel obligated to keep on working. So that really uh, has a bad trend. So uh, we really should have a more uh, productive productivity-based outlook on how to uh, hire and how to uh, uh, evaluate workers. Are you at least optimistic that this policy can help boost domestic consumption, as is one of the primary goals here? Okay, well, uh, as long as the uh, this practice is limited to public workers one uh, time every month, I'm not very optimistic that this will significantly uh, increase consumption. Uh, public officials form a very small part of the uh, workforce, it's about 7%. And then, uh, even if they have extra two hours, it doesn't mean that they'll uh, take the time to uh, uh, go someplace with their family or even with even by themselves, uh, if they want to spend more time with their, uh, if they want to go someplace with their uh, family, then their family members also have to have free time. But if uh, the wife is working, uh, if students have uh, various uh, uh, studying that they have to do, then uh, it may turn out that the only thing that happens is daddy gets home early and sleeps the extra two hours. Uh, and sometimes, uh, for some workers, this problem is uh, exact. Uh, also, uh, it, it's not going to lead to that much consumption uh, because while well, they're stationed in places like uh, Sejong or other uh, regional offices while their family is in Seoul. So uh, they're going to get home uh, two hours earlier, perhaps, but that's still going to be perhaps too late in the day to really do something. What's your view then on alternative ways, better ways to get us all to spend more? Okay, well, uh, for uh, not being able to spend more seems to be, well, uh, low pay and uh, low economic growth. Yeah. So we need a higher growth and higher pay, but uh, we've been trying to do that for years. Uh, so looking more specifically, 
specific factors that perhaps uh, keep people spending more recently is that they want to save more for retirement and uh, they have a lot of household debt. So measures to uh, perhaps uh, give stable uh, welfare policies for the retirement so they, they have a stable income that they can count on uh, during their retirement uh, in the future or uh, measures to reduce household debt is probably going to be necessary if they're going to spark off consumption again. And do you think, as we suggested before on this subject, that this policy can actually find its way into the private sector? Uh, The government's obviously trying to take the stand here. It's not got the attention of just keeping this only in a public sphere. Okay, well, uh, as I mentioned before, the current management practices don't really focus on productivity, but rather on hours worked. Uh, So... Uh, there's very, uh, very little reasons why uh, companies want to uh, proceed with this in the first place. But in the past, when government had something like uh, some measures similar to this, uh, where it may be somewhat counter uh, pro- uh, counter profit uh, for the company, but uh, the uh, government wanted to introduce uh, these type of measures to try to increase welfare. They sort of forced the larger companies and financial firms to take these initiatives, uh, and there was a lot of government pressure to uh, do that. Uh, that's not going to be possible in these days of uh, uh, post yes. Uh So uh, government's going to have a much harder time pressuring it. Labor unions also often push for shorter working hours, uh, but they're going to make up for these hours in the previous days, so they cut uh, cut down on their overtime pay, uh, and that's probably not going to get that much of a labor support uh, because it will end up in somewhat uh, lower overtime pay. Uh, so I don't see it spreading to the uh, private sector uh, very easily. And, I mean, on this question of long working hours. Um, What's a better way for us to deal with those? Uh, We are second longest in the OECD among developed countries following Mexico. And we've talked about it. It seems like it's been an everlasting issue. So obviously there's no easy solution. What would you suggest? Okay, well, uh, what's even more disturbing is that these countries with very long working hours also have fairly low labor productivity. Yes. Uh, so we're talking about countries like Mexico, Greece, and Korea. Uh, we are, uh, they're working a very long hours, but they're not actually getting a lot of value for uh, those hours worked, both for the company and for themselves. Uh, so uh, I think it's basically a problem of management. Uh, we have to look at productivity. We have to look at how uh, companies... Uh, sort of budget their employees' time. Uh, Now, uh, management in a lot of OECD countries recognize that tired and overworked workers are not productive workers. Uh, So they do have uh, sort of crunch times where they... uh, 
work incredible amount of hours, perhaps. Uh, but then uh, usually those companies also uh, give time off to sort of compensate for that because they recognize that if the uh, workers are overworked, then they're not going to do very good quality work. Mm. Uh, and that doesn't seem to have really caught up in uh, Korean management style uh, since uh, a lot of decisions are uh, made on very simple but transparent variables like uh, how many hours did you work, how many cases did you uh, finish, uh, how many uh, uh, cars did you manufacture uh, per person. Uh, so uh, we need to work at uh, making more qualitative decisions, having more qualitative variables uh, in trying to evaluate workers and how to uh, man, uh how for managers to manage their employees time uh and that means change in management style and that seems to be very difficult just finishing off with uh the candidates campaigns ahead of the presidential election here um we are hearing all sorts of policies aimed at dealing with these issues but still there are these criticisms of lacking practicality. When I speak to an expert like you, it, it seems so straightforward. W what do you think of this kind of criticism? I, and, and does it remind you of when the government came up with its five work days a week policy in 2005 that sometimes change just needs time? Well, a uh, counterexample to that is what happened in Samsung. Because Samsung wanted the employees to have more time off every day, uh, they thought that perhaps if they started their work days earlier and get their workers off earlier, uh, then uh, employees will have more time free during the evenings to uh, relax or uh, work on whatever their hobbies or create, uh, creative uh, things that they wanted to do. But it turned out that when they went to uh, work early, they couldn't really uh, get off early. So uh, it ended up that they were yeah. going to work more hours during the morning uh, and work in the uh, later evenings anyway. Uh, so uh, th they eventually scrapped that plan. Uh, if you wanted to have this, these type of uh, things work, then as with the uh, com uh, second comment that we uh, heard earlier, you're going to put it's, uh, some type of a flex time work is probably going to be a better option. Definitely then, proceed with caution, uh, Professor Young. And thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. Professor Young Jun-suk from Catholic University of Korea.